Welcome to the City Church Cardiff podcast. We're an Elim Pentecostal church in the center of Cardiff dedicated to bringing hope in the name of Jesus. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you're inspired and impacted by this message. Well, although it's past, can I wish you a happy Christmas and when it comes, a happy new year. Last Sunday, Pastor Dominic preached, as you remember, very quickly on the forgotten text of Christmas, looking at Matthew chapter 1, looking at the genealogy of Jesus. And in this message, this final message of our Christmas season, I'm going to look at the forgotten characters of Christmas. We're going to look at the characters of Simeon and Anna. We're used to hearing about the baby Jesus and about Mary and Joseph and the shepherds and the angels, but what about Simeon and Anna? And so I'm reading from Luke chapter 2, verses 25 to 38. Now, there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. The child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, this child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed and a sword will pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Penuel, the daughter of the tribe of Asher. She was very old She had lived with her husband seven years after their marriage and then was a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple but worshipped day and night, fasting and praying. Coming up to them at that very moment, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Israel. Lord, we thank you for your holy words. So what can we learn from these perhaps at times often forgotten characters, Simeon and Anna. Simeon was a man moved by the Spirit. He was moved by the Spirit. Simeon was a man who heard God's voice. And he had heard the Holy Spirit prompt him that day to go into the temple. And who should he meet right in that moment but Joseph and Mary and their baby, Jesus. Now, he was described as a righteous and a devout man, and it says that the Spirit was on him. The Holy Spirit was on him. For you and I, as followers of Jesus, the Holy Spirit has come to live in us. What a privilege we have that every believer who has put their trust in Jesus has the Spirit of God living in them. Now, when we read about somebody who had the Spirit of God in the Old Testament, often refers to them as the Spirit being on them or upon them. And whatever way we describe it, someone who has the Spirit of God on them or in them is someone who hears from God, someone who hears and obeys. 
And I want to ask you, are you someone who hears from God? A real mark of someone who's, who, who's working and, and moving in the Spirit is someone who's hearing God speak to them. Now, of course, we can all grow in the ways that we hear God's voice. We can learn to discern his voice more. But have you heard God speak to you? Now, God speaks, of course, in many different ways, primarily through his word. But in lots of different ways, God's heart and desire is to speak to you. Just like he spoke to Simeon and said to him, go into the temple today. I've got a surprise waiting for you. And perhaps it's useful for us to consider, if we want to hear God's voice, are we doing enough listening? We can't just simply expect to hear from God as we hustle and bustle around our lives. There needs to be deliberate waiting and listening. We see that Simeon was a man who was waiting for the Messiah to come. I expect he was doing a lot of listening. And so when he was moved by the Spirit that day, it's because he'd been listening. Now, as we read in verse 26, we we read these words. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. So he had a very specific message from God at some point in his life. And so he had a real deep assurance that even though he was an old man, he was not going to die until he had seen the Messiah. (laughs) An old story goes that Simeon was working on a translation of the Old Testament from Hebrew, the original language, into Greek, which was the language of the day, especially in the Roman Empire. It's known as the Septuagint. And that apparently when Simeon came to Isaiah 7, where we read these familiar words of the the prophecy concerning Jesus, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son that son being Jesus, and that when Simeon heard those words, he was sort of struck afresh, but then had a visitation from the angel Gabriel that he would not die until he met the Messiah. Now, that, that is just a, a legend, but of course, whatever way Simeon heard from God, he heard from God that he would not die until he had seen Jesus, the Messiah, And here it was in this moment, in the temple, he was seeing that very thing that he'd been waiting for for so long. He was an old man and he was just ready to go to be with his maker. But that word that God had given him kept him going. You know, when God speaks to you, it keeps you going. When there's a season in your life that's particularly tough and and you're not sure really what's ahead. And for many of us, perhaps that's what we're facing right now. When you have heard from God, when he's spoken to you, you hold on because you know that God will fulfill his words. (laughs) And then I love this special moment where we read that Simeon took Jesus in his arms And he blessed Jesus and he blessed Mary and Joseph and he prophesied over them. Now, I don't want to especially focus in on his prophecy. Maybe that's for another time. But I just want you to take note of the simple fact that he lovingly took Jesus in his arms. An old man took Jesus in his arms. You know, when you're somebody that's moved by the Spirit, you're somebody that operates in the power of the Holy Spirit, you're not somebody that plays it super spiritual and, and, and hypes everything up necessarily, but you're somebody that loves 
that shows tenderness. That's what Simeon showed in that moment. I wonder, is your heart tender towards God? Maybe that's a simple prayer you could make today. God, would you soften my heart so that I would hear your voice, so that I would be moved by the Spirit? I believe God responds to tenderness. God responds to a heart that's been softened by his love. I think those are the kind of people who are especially moved by the Spirit, just like Simeon. Let's look at Anna now. So Simeon was moved by the Spirit. Anna worshipped day and night, worshipped day and night. We see that she was a prophet. She was obviously recognized as such. And she was a widow, a widow for many years. In fact, she'd only been married seven years And knowing that most women in that day would have probably been married in their teens. And now that she's 84, she's been a widow for over 60 years. That's a long time. And she was someone who worshipped day and night. Now, I think that was literally, there's probably many night moments when she was walking around the temple praying. But I think it's metaphorical too. I think she was someone that that worshipped in the brightest moments of her life. But she also worshipped in the darkest moments. And you and I, we we need to be people that worship in every season of our lives. I I know that many of us have faced tough situations this year. And and I think there's a danger in which in our desire not to sort of come across as, uh, you know, being too focused on self, we, we downplay what we've had to live with because we know everybody's dealing with it. But it's been tough for so many. And it's all right to recognize that it's been tough for you. But will you worship God right through this, right through every season, even the tough ones? I've been inspired by the example of many people I know who've gone through very dark chapters of their lives. And I've seen the way in which, you know, they've they've come into a new chapter. and, And it's kind of like a second lease of life. They've not got stuck in that dark chapter. And I want to speak today, especially to to those of you who perhaps have really faced something particularly tragic. You know, this dark chapter is not forever. God is a new chapter, a a, a place where you'll worship him in, in his blazing light, where even though there might still be the scars and the pains of the past, you, you live in a, in a new chapter where there's fresh hope and there's fresh purpose. And I pray that in this coming year, as we get ready to step into 2021, that you would be somebody that that sees on the horizon the light, piercing the darkness, because actually what's up ahead is a new chapter, a new chapter of God's marvelous light. Anna was a woman who lived in the temple. She actually lived there. Perhaps that signifies the fact that she had some kind of official function to play there. And she was somebody who obviously loved the presence of God. Before the Holy Spirit came, as we read in Acts chapter 2, God chose to allow his presence to dwell in particular places. And one of those was the temple in Jerusalem. And I think Anna loved being there because she loved to be close to God. She loved the presence of God. And for us as City Church, as a church family, we we love and we value being together here in the church building because there's something very precious and powerful about God's people being together to meet with God. 
And of course, right now in this current season where meeting together in person has been restricted and curtailed and, and, and for, for, for obvious reasons, we've, we've decided for now not to meet in person. The good news is, even though we miss being able to meet together in person, we can still meet with God. You and I can meet with God anytime, anywhere. We're not restricted like Anna was to being in the temple courts. Wonderful as though that was for her, you and I are privileged living in the era of the Spirit to enjoy God's presence anytime, anywhere. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 6, do you not know that you're the temple of the Holy Spirit? Holy Spirit living in you, like your body being that temple. And so would you continue to love the presence of God, acknowledge the presence of God, just like Anna did. And then finally, we read that Anna was someone who then started spreading the good news. The fact that she'd seen the Lord's Messiah, and it says that she spoke about the child to everyone who was waiting for that Messiah. She knew that the coming of the Messiah was good news to speak about. And you know, worship will always result and propel us into mission. Worship is not just something that that you and I enjoy for ourselves, me and God, me and God, and maybe me and a few other Christians. No, actually, the fact that I have known and experienced the love of God means that I need to tell others about it. And I pray that in this coming year, you would be somebody who allows worship to then Go into mission. Mission means that you will use any opportunity in word or deed to speak about Jesus. And can I keep encouraging you? Don't focus so much on talking about church. Yeah, of course, mention it. But focus more on talking about Jesus. Jesus is the reason that your life has changed. Jesus is the reason that you have eternal life. Talk about Jesus. Let someone see the hope and the life that you have found in him. Just like Anna was full of praise and hope that day when she recognized and saw the Messiah. So Simeon was a man who was moved by the Spirit. He had a deep assurance that God had spoken to him. Let me remind you, are you somebody that's taking time to listen to God? Make sure you're listening and and, and find practical things like having a journal to write down what God is saying to you. If you're not sure, share it with, a, with another Christian friend and, and, and ask them, do you think this is God speaking to me? It's so encouraging when someone else draws alongside and says, yeah, I think that's God's word for you. Come on, let's pray and ask God to see that come to pass. And is your heart tender and soft towards God? Just like Simeon was tender in the way he took Jesus in his arms. Is your heart tender towards Jesus that you want to hear from him? And then like Anna, are you someone that will worship God day and night in every season of your life, coming before him, loving his presence, just like Anna loved being in the temple? And then just like Anna, being someone that goes from worship into mission. You don't just keep the good news to yourself, but because you've experienced the very presence of Jesus, just like Anna did, that you want to tell others that good news too. See, these two perhaps forgotten characters of Christmas, they strongly recognized who Jesus was. They knew that this child was God's chosen one. 
the Messiah, the anointed one, the one that would save his people from their sins. In fact, Joseph and Mary, it seems, were actually quite taken aback by what Simeon and Anna had to say. It says that the child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. That was even after Mary had heard from Gabriel, the angel Gabriel. It was even after Joseph had had God speak to him in dreams. It was even after the shepherds came to see Jesus at his birth. Even after all those miraculous events, they were still taken aback by the words of Simeon and Anna. Why? Because they both strongly recognized that this child really was the Messiah. And I wonder if, like Simeon and Anna, do you recognize who Jesus really is? Do you know that he's not just a historical figure? That we know for sure. Do you know that actually he's the one that wants to save you? Many of us watching today have known that in our lives for some time. We've put our trust in Jesus. We basically said, Jesus, I believe in you, that when you came to the earth, you came to die on a cross for me to carry my sin so that I could be forgiven and have everlasting life, life forever in heaven with God. And that's an assurance that you can have too today. In a moment, I'm going to lead us in a prayer. And that's a prayer that allows you to say to Jesus personally, I believe in you. Please forgive me. I want to live with you forever. You can have that same assurance and that same hope too. If you'd like to do that, would you pray these words with me now? Jesus, I acknowledge that I have done wrong things and that my sin has separated me from you. But I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. Today, I ask for your forgiveness and thank you for your gift of new life. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. I choose relationship with you and I choose to live for you. Please come into my heart and change my life now and forevermore. Amen. If you've prayed that prayer for the first time or perhaps as a meaningful recommitment, then I want to congratulate you. And you know that heaven rejoices that you have made that decision. Now, this is just the start of your journey with God. And so I would love you to get in touch with us. You can't actually live this life on your own. It's kind of like being a baby who is sort of expected to manage on it. So no, you, you, you need help to, to nurture you and encourage you in your faith. And we'd love to be part of your journey. If you go to our website, citychurchcardiff.com forward slash next, then you can get in touch with us there, leave your details and we will contact you. And uh, we would love to help you as you get to know Jesus more. We hope you're encouraged by today's message. To find out more, visit our website at citychurchcardiff.com or find us on social media.